from Pennsylvania Avenue to Main Street, Scott Inez tackles the hot topics like only he can. It's time for Inez Says. I welcome you to the Inez Says Podcast. Scott Inez with you today. You can find the podcast wherever you get your podcasts, including Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and the WDBO app. You can also find me on the radio every single weekday morning with Orlando's Morning News, 5 to 9 a.m. on WDBO 107.3 FM and AM 580. Stream us right there in the WDBO app. Well, make no mistake about it. It's getting more and more difficult to make ends meet right now with inflation at a 40-year high, with businesses wanting to make up for lost pandemic time, and with gas prices headed through the roof right now, it's tough. It's really tough to stay above water right now for a lot of American families out there. Average gas prices in the U.S. reached yet another record high today. It's Thursday, May 19th, as we tape this podcast today. And the national average cost for a regular gallon of gasoline hit 4.58.9 early this morning. That price topped Wednesday's previous record of 4.56.7, which had beat Tuesday's record of 4.52.3, which in turn had beat Monday's record of 4.47.0. So you know where I'm going with this. It's a recurring theme this week. Of course, the White House continues to try to blame Russian President Vladimir Putin for the record high gas prices here in the U.S., even coining the surge as the Putin price hike and vowing that President Biden will do everything he can to shield Americans from the pain at the pump. Judging by the president's poll numbers, I don't think that too many Americans are falling for that excuse. And now Republican lawmakers are once again slamming the administration for not unleashing the full might of America's energy sector to get these prices down. As a matter of fact, this week, 20 Republican senators, led by Senator Ted Cruz of Texas, sent a letter to Commerce Secretary Gina Raimondo calling for the National Marine Fisheries Service to quickly issue permits required to bring additional production online from existing offshore federal oil and gas leases. So as the soaring gas prices continue to set new records, it's time to call on Patrick DeHaan to see where these prices are going in the future. Patrick is the head petroleum analyst for GasBuddy, and he really has become the go-to guy in terms of gas and oil trends here in the U.S. Here's that conversation now. Why are these record prices just going through the roof, Patrick? Well, a lot of it is continued imbalance between supply and demand at multiple levels. Oil prices heating up at $115 a barrel. Gasoline demand continuing to go up amidst record prices. That's the story here. And prices are going to continue going up until they find a point where Americans do start cutting back. Keep in mind, we've lost some refining capacity over the last few years. So we're running an extremely tight ship as the economy rebounds. Americans are getting out ahead of the summer driving season. And that will likely continue with Memorial Day just a couple of weeks ahead. So the disconnect between supply and demand is widening. Demand goes up. Supply continues to be challenged and potentially drop as the European Union continues to mull over sanctioning Russia's oil, basically cutting that oil off from their market. And we're basically paying about $67 for a full 15-gallon tank of gas right now. It's eating away at budgets. Is there any relief? I know summer's coming, Memorial Day weekend, the whole thing. Is there any relief in sight here? 
Not a whole lot for the time being, I'm afraid. Like I said, the imbalances are actually getting worse with Americans continuing to fill up more and more, even amidst record prices. And that could contribute to dramatically higher prices in the weeks and months ahead, especially as we approach hurricane season. The risk is that if there is any disruption at the refining level, we're just running out of room here. Uh, Americans are, are sucking down more gasoline that's being produced. And that's going to be a risk this summer. Uh, and it doesn't look like Russia is going to exit Ukraine anytime soon. And therefore, the sanctions on that Russian oil will continue. Eventually, uh, by later this summer, we could be at a point where uh, inventories of gasoline have uh, fallen dramatically. And they continue to do so with inventories of gasoline now 5% below where they should be. I hesitate to ask the next question, but is $5 a gallon gas in sight here? Uh I wouldn't say it's necessarily, uh, you know, on the horizon or imminent. Um, it's a possibility, uh, something that may happen this summer. There, there's certainly not 100% odds. I would say, um, you know, a one in three shot at $5 a gallon. Uh, what I will say is that the way Americans are responding to the high prices by continuing to increase consumption is worrisome and a sign that we could get there. Well, there were three states just a couple of days ago that had gas prices under $4 a gallon. Uh, That has since ended. But I was saying earlier that I was in Georgia this past weekend, and we are seeing a lot of 384s, 389s. That has changed since we've been there. I know it's jumped to over 4 bucks since then, but this has to do with that tax holiday for the state of Georgia till the end of the month, correct? That's right. Uh, Georgia's low gas prices right now are a heavy influence from that gas tax holiday, which has basically cut 30 cents off every gallon until the end of the month. We are getting our gas tax holiday come October. How much on average, we'd love to see it now instead of October, but how much on average can you expect to save in Florida come October, Patrick? Do you know? Well, you know, if the situation with Russia and Ukraine does not change or improve, Uh, The risk is that we're only going to see a little bit of relief, and the only reason for that is that fall generally brings a fall in gasoline demand, just like in spring, demand springs forward. So it's tough to call how much the imbalance will be this summer. It really depends on how high demand is this summer, how much prices could fall in the fall. But I'm going to say it's not going to be to a place where a lot of us are, are happy yet. We've got a lot of folks who are traveling using diesel fuel in their pickup trucks. The diesel price right now, on average, at last check here in Orlando, was over five sixty a gallon. Why is diesel so much more expensive than regular gasoline, Patrick? Diesel has been extremely challenged as the economy has rebounded. Uh, demand is much higher. Uh, But the other problem is Russia. Russian oil is heavier, produces more of that diesel, that heating oil and jet fuel. And with the world sanctioning Russia's crude oil, um, we're looking at a a challenge to produce uh, uh, enough diesel because of a lack of that heavy oil. So the challenge is, number one, refining capacity. Number two, Russian oil tends to yield more diesel. Uh, And number three, we've seen a lot of refinery shutdowns. Uh, Not only in the U.S., we've seen three, I should say two in the U.S., one in Canada over the last three years, but many in Europe. And the problem is just there's not enough global refining capacity to meet the increase in demand for diesel. This time last year, it was around three bucks a gallon. We're talking about diesel And of course, when you're talking about diesel prices, Patrick, you're talking about these big rigs delivering our goods all over the country. So I I would venture to guess that those costs are going to be passed on to all of our consumers here. Well, they certainly will. Uh, And so it's a double whammy. Not only are you filling up with gas that's, you know, 449 across Orlando, 
But the next time you go into Publix or Walmart or whatever grocery store you frequent, you're going to be paying more because the semi-truck to bring that food, produce, and goods to your store, uh, the price for diesel uh, approaching $6 a gallon in some areas of the country. The national average for diesel now five fifty-six. So that is something that has happened very recently and is going to be trickling down, if it hasn't already, to a lot of these retail outlets that are served by semi-trucks. Well, it doesn't sound like there's a whole lot of good news on the horizon. Nonetheless, we appreciate the input. Patrick, thank you for your time. Really do appreciate it. We'll talk to you soon, all right? My pleasure. Thanks to Patrick DeHaan, the head petroleum analyst for GasBuddy.com. That's going to wrap it up for the Inez Says podcast today. Join me on the radio each and every weekday with Orlando's Morning News, 5 to 9 a.m. on WDBO 107.3 FM and AM 580 in Orlando. Stream us in the WDBO app. I'll see you next time.